You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. It feels very Russian in here. It does. It's very tense. We're Russian. Yes, I'm just waiting for the theme song to pick up. It doesn't really. Bing is for doing. <laughs> and we are here doing another episode of The Americans at AfterBuzz TV for you guys. This is Safe House, Episode 9, Season 1. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. Hi, I'm Jennifer Golden. And I'm Joe Braswell. And Joe, our other Joe number two is not here this evening. He's on a secret mission. He's, off he's on a secret KGB. Or, well, maybe he's <laughs> on a FBI. We're not telling whose side he's on, That's but he right. is not here tonight. He almost blew it. He, oh, I, I, it was, I don't know what side he's on, or maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's episode was extremely intense as per the usual for this show, I thought. Yes, yes, it yes. was. Really good. And they always have, we talk about this every time, they always have like a very, you know, still dramatic talking scene. Mm-hmm. Amidst, this time was at the table. This time it was the dinner table. The episode opened up with it. Amidst all the spy action, we had a lot of that too. We open up with the par- Philip and Elizabeth, parents of Paige and, and Henry admitting that they are getting they're separating. Right. I just have to say, I feel like this is why this show is so good. Because they don't take forever to get to a point. Mm-hmm. They bring up like a major plot point in the story, a huge plot point, and it happens right away. And sometimes by the end of the show, they've already resolved it. But right. this, I'm sure, will be strung along a little bit. But they just mentioned thinking about, I mean, that last episode finished with Philip saying, you know, people get divorced. That could happen. Right. And then they open the, this episode up with that. We weren't expecting. We thought, well, maybe they'll, who knows what will happen to them. But next It seems episode, like a bluff it happened. versus an totally. actionable yeah. item. And I think what's interesting is they always have us question, how can they do this at this point in the show? Where will they go from here? Right. Exactly. And, you know, we obviously parallel to Homeland. It's, like, very similar in mm-hmm. that respect where you're like, mm-hmm. but where are you going to go next? You've already how covered are you gonna this, do? This, yeah. this, this, this. And people, like, are dying. So where are you going to go from here? Yeah, we talked about that with Homeland. And Alex Kansas said the only, the only thing he has left as a storyteller is to do things a lot sooner than people expected. Yep. So uh, right. clearly, uh, Weisberg and these guys in the show follow that same follow that same thing because they're doing things sooner than we expected them. Right. And I like that because they always, just like we've touched on before with feeling confused. The, th- this storyline in particular tonight was really confusing because of all the names they were throwing around mm-hmm. and the confusion within the characters who usually know what's going on and then get it gets explained to you later, which we talk about sitting back and trusting the show and yeah. letting it explain itself to you. The characters tonight were confused. 
Sure. Well, so, there was, was, was a big. Uh, well, as far as the, the you know, it was, they should have called it the the uh, cluster F episode cause instead it, it of the safe up, house. Yeah, the back half was a gigantic cluster F. So was of humongous proportions. But I want to talk about back to the, this, this this divorce thing. Yeah, let's that, go back to that. You know, I'm always Mr. Historical Perspective guy. Yes, and, you are. Um, I think it's really cool the way they did this because one of the things that was huge in, you know, historically in the late 70s and the early 80s was divorce. Mm-hmm. Was like the divorce rates had like skyrocketed at that time. And right. there's in our culture, there's movies like Kramer versus Kramer was in 79. That was a huge movie about about divorce. A now, big divorce right, settlement. Yeah. Which is funny because now about a movie about divorce now would be ridiculous. But in 1979, it's a movie huge that's about deal. divorce. And Sorry, even and even Elizabeth, yeah, and even Elizabeth <laughs> had touched on when she was speaking with Henry, who clearly her children were having a rough time with it, which we'll touch on but at the end of the episode she spoke with Henry and said I mean if my I know this is a really horrible thing to be doing to you right now and if my parents wouldn't even have thought sure. about getting a divorce and it's true well that was a big was thing was not an option and that, that was the thing I mean I, I'm like you know child of the late 70s and 80s and, and so I mean, I'm mean, i also a child of divorce but like almost yeah. everyone I know at that time were you know are, are children of divorce now I, I even pulled up this little chart here Oh, Look that's at that, nifty. Which you cannot see, but it's actually t- shows like at that time. So explain to that. It, basically, what it is is a chart showing from from the fifties and the sixties and seventies how what divorce rates were static, and then from seventy five to eighty, it just skyrocketed. It's probably at the highest it's ever been was in nineteen eighty. This shows in nineteen eighty two. Yeah. So this is kind of like it basically this this episode is like a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. So which, which is also very cool for them to fold that and, in, in that and way. Even uh, you know Beeman's wife. Uh, when 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 Elizabeth, you know, told her, yeah, you know, uh, we're we're taking a break, we're separating. She was like, you know, in her mind was probably like, well, if it happens to me, which it very well could. Right. And she was sort of there for support, but then she also said it's nothing to be ashamed of, and she wasn't like, oh my god, you know, right. she was right. very like, okay, yeah, it wasn't I mean, yeah. taboo or anything. Well, she's like no. a modern woman at that point. Totally. She's like, oh well, you know, it's happening now. I mean, my my parents are divorced. Jen, your parents are divorced as my well. Parents are divorced. So well, look, parents it. were divorced. So it's, it's the 80s, man. The 80s, 80s. My parents everybody. were divorced in the 80s. Yep. You? Uh, like three years ago. Okay, well, <laughs> like oh, yesterday. Wow. Open wound. Thanks. I'm sorry. sorry. It's okay. I'm fine. Way to go, LL. <laughs> it's for <What>? it's for <laughs> the best. No, I did know that. I did know that. Yeah, and I think that's interesting too, though, because you know, back in the day, people wouldn't get divorced because that's just not what you did. But they would stay together in unhappy marriages or mm-hmm. cheat or whatever it was. And then on the flip side, now the divorce rate is so high, yeah, people don't even take marriage seriously anymore. Right. Um, I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Well, so like there would never be Kramer versus Kramer as a movie would never have that movie won Oscars and it's right, Meryl yeah. Streep and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. It's this big movie that can never even nobody even get made today. Nobody no. would yeah. care. <laughs> you know, it'd be like really it's like or, take yeah. a number, right? Yeah, going <laughs> to talk about this. What, <laughs> yeah, one of the things that was really cool about that that scene, which was really heart wrenching, because table having scene. been there and we've all sort of been there, what yep. we've all have in this room have been there. But you know, being there at that age, that's always it's heart wrenching to see that. But the most thing that was really interesting was the reactions from the kids, and I found that the kids were actually more emotionally evolved than than, than the parents in some, in some ways. And some of the quotes were like, they really were telling. Some of the quotes were like, um, you know, you don't stop loving someone. Are I you going like, to stop loving us? Yeah, then right. that, that, that was directly to mm-hmm. to them. Like, well, I do love, you know, it's almost like they had a very pragmatic solution. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we are spies now. We don't need each other. We will separate. That's the end. Mm-hmm. We used to love each other. Now we don't. And the kids were like, you don't stop loving someone. I thought that really hit home for for Elizabeth. Well, I don't think know. it's. I think they know that's not true. That's the take right. I got in it. They're like, well, that's not. It's not that. It, the only problem with that situation is, and yes, you're right, but it's not that. To a child, it's very black and white. It's like right. one plus one. 
one equals two. But in this situation, lots of people get divorced. It has of nothing course. to do with not loving each other. No, of right? course. But life. Gets it was in more the like way. a reflection, though, of what they were already thinking. Yeah. And of course. And what we were saying, you know, it's kind of strange that for all these years they lived together, not loving each other. Right. Then they fall in love, and now they want to not live together. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah, because I, I should first say that I'm on the. I'm completely. In, of the belief that they love each other, totally, they're in yeah. love. I get and what that's, you mean. That, that's, yeah. that's that's the issue. So yeah. that, that, that's but, you know. But it was though. I mean, to have a child. I get what you mean. That was a very like poignant moment. Because they were like, we don't need. We, who, you know, we're breaking up. We're like, yeah. well, don't you love each other? Will you I stop loving me? Think, yeah. And she's like, well, I won't stop loving you, but I can stop loving him. Wait a minute. Well, a, shut up, kids. Yeah. Right. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah, stop making good points. Be quiet. Get out of here. But it is interesting how. They, you know, they led this whole. How many years has has have they been? I mean, at we le- talked like, like fifteen. That we think like fifteen. So this is a long time that they've been putting up this front. And as soon as they actually start to fall in love, is where then they decide to go separate ways. And it right. goes back to, you know, uh, blurring the boundary lines of having this work relationship and having it turn into love. And even Grandma mm-hmm. stepped in and said, Claudia right. even stepped in and said, look. You can't, as soon as you start turning this into something real, that's where problems happen. Yeah. And, you know, this also may be one of those times where they're putting the country first, their country, but there's always things, and we can talk about this in predictions, that come up that then make them question what they're yeah. doing for their country. Exactly. So this had to be another step in this whole game they're playing because sure. otherwise they'd just be spies, they'd win, but they don't. And. It's- you know, and speaking of their country, and we'll touch on this when we get onto our other one of our other topics with the FBI and Amador and all of that. Mm-hmm. Are they uh, remind me to talk about this? Are they going to get in trouble for effing up and killing this dude? I mean, I guess it was kind of a freak accident, but well, yeah, no, and I don't. I don't it was an accident. And I think that like they, they, it, they, they've done a good job of covering the tracks, and ultimately they got actionable intelligence out of it. So true, it's a, it's all a job. It okay, wasn't yeah, like that's a, true. You know, but I'm just um, wondering though because it kind of spun things off. Like now everyone's, you know. Uh, a sense of awareness is sure. really heightened, and now everyone's on high alert. I mean, o- only I mean, only the two of them know what really happened. I mean, if, if, right. if, if like to, a report to Granny would go like, you know, I found out from my source that they're gonna they're gonna kill one of, one of our own. So I went and I got this guy, and he wouldn't talk, so we stabbed him, and now right. he told us. You know, and then that. okay, fine, but you never know. This is the thing with shows like this: you never know who knows more than someone else. Right. Just like on Homeland, when we talk about this a lot, like you never know who is like watching Brody behind, or I don't know, I'm just saying probably not, but, you know, there could potentially be some other intelligence on the other side seeing, watching this happen, or has some sort of knowledge of this, and now, I mean, I guess they're not going to get in trouble. That was just a question that I thought maybe the viewers at home were wondering, too, because it it did go awry, and... I do think, though, that we're starting to see things fall apart, and and, uh, the things that they usually feel they have control over, like, okay, we have an assignment, we have a mission, we execute mission, we report information, is now turning into, like, on-the-fly missions. And... Granted, they have protocol and things of how to handle situations, but, like, because of uh, Clark's situation with Martha. (laughs) We are talking about that sex scene. We are, because they did that more than one time, and now she's in love. Yeah. You know, he's (laughs) getting— They did that. Right. Well, this is the PC version. Um, (laughs) But because of that, now that's spinning things out of control. So his source now becomes a point of— contention between him and Amador. Otherwise, that would have never happened. That would have never happened. And this is the problem with this show. In every topic we're talking about tonight, we're talking about Philip Elizabeth and the divorce. We're talking about Martha 
Martha Clark and Amador. And then we're talking about the FBI assassination attempt and Vladimir and all that. Every single one of these, the reason why all of these situations got messed up is because emotions got involved. Every single one. Their marriage is falling apart because they fell in love. Martha and Clark, she's falling in love. Mm -hmm. Everything went awry off of that. And then the FBI uh, Amador thing, he got, he's emotionally, stands emotionally messed up on both ends, trying to save Nina. At the same time, his partner's gone. He's not even thinking straight. He's, like you said, throwing these missions awry, like, oh, let's just go. And I think that's kind of a good encompassing idea of this whole entire show. Well, also, Agent Gad did call out, and just, I mean, I guess we are skipping around a little bit to talk about the same through line, but Agent Gad said, Amador probably ratted out Nina or something. something. And he didn't. Right. But he did say he's human. Humans talk. It's what people do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I mean, after a certain amount of it's a physiological reaction to being tortured, people talk. That's what he's saying. But But there's no imperfect person. And I guess that's the whole thing is that none of them are perfect. And they all do things based on emotion. I mean, these people, you're 100% right. I think that it's a good encompassing idea. And we'll get back to the specific topic in a second. But this show, the reason why it's so colorful with all of these fun side facts is because these people have to be somebody else so for real that life gets involved and things go awry. Like, these people are doing their jobs so well that they start involving and faking these other lives and then people get emotions. People get involved. Stan and Nina are involved. You know, Martha's in love with Clark. Right. I mean, things start happening. Right. I think for me, me, the larger takeaway, and I I agree with everything you're saying, I think that's all all true. The the larger takeaway from that is, like, just more of an operational standpoint is that, like, you know, intelligence is is not an exact science. I mean, it's, it's not exact science now with, with all of our spy and born technology, identity technology and yeah. x-ray this and computers and satellites and, all, and, and drones. But it certainly was not an exact science in the in the 80s, and certainly not in the 60s and the 80s. When In, in the 80s, they're still using techniques that you did in, in, the, in the 60s and whatnot. So, of course. Now, they're excellent at it. I think they're, they're great at you know listening to the radio and dead drops and mm-hmm. getting information and working sources. But it's not exact science, and that's what you saw today. Exactly. You saw that today when things went awry because people thought, well, is it this? What well, must be that? Mm-hmm. It has to be this. There's a lot of like we don't have the exact answer. We can only assume what the answer is based on the evidence in front of us, and they were all wrong. And the thing is, is usually you're right. Usually they're very good at going on an instinct, like oh, um, this is our mission. Oh shoot, it's starting to veer off this path. This must be what happens. Act on it and go. Like right. they don't have time to analyze. Sure. They have to act on an instinct and go. And normally they're right. Yeah. Usually, and we talk about that with this show a lot. Like oh man, Philip and Elizabeth just made that snap decision, and thank God. But this time, well, it's a perfect example. Like it doesn't always it go doesn't right. It always really, go really right. wrong on both sides. And I think that, um, and you're right. I think you know the emotions are that, that's kind of the, the heart of the show is really these these human beings like doing their job, which is being spies and FBI being robots agents, and having right? no emotion. Right. Also, yeah. like you know, being real people within them. And I think that you'll see that that's part of the heart of the show is seeing how that affects their jobs one way or another, whether exactly. it's Stan or whether it's you know um, Philip uh, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth. Elizabeth or whoever else. So and that I and I think that. That you know to to end this. I don't know if there's anything else to talk about with Philip and Elizabeth. Besides, that was an amazing scene at the kitchen table. We always get yeah. one the show, and this is a good one. The daughter, I mean, had real tears. Great, sure, yeah. The, the great acting by the kids. Both great the kids. acting, great acting, great scene, great right. writing. Um, 
And it's going to be really, really interesting to see. I like that they brought the topic up right away of divorce. Mm -hmm. They always shock us with something major. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this affects their work. We didn't see it so much in this in this episode. Yeah, things got went awry, but that wasn't because of their emotional issue. When they had to come back on the job and try and make Amador talk and save him all at the same time, they were still on it. Right. Right. Like their eyes on the prize. At least they they can turn that on and off. Sort of. Well, I, I really think that they I mean, like Phil. Philip to me is really clearly good like, old with, Phil. Phil. <laughs> Philip, Philip to me, or, Phil or Clark. When he was Clark, I mean, he was definitely, you know, uh, putting it down with Martha. But, but, uh, was but, that what we're calling it? But, I mean, we will but, get to that. I don't know. But 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 he he didn't have trouble when, when she's like, you know, playing the role because his whole right. uh, this whole reason of being there is that's what he wants. He wants her to say, I love you. I'll do anything you want. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then when she's been working that. this, <laughs> like, yeah, he's been working well, this you know. for a long time. Right. And he should have been like, yes. I think right. that you know. it's still that, again, there's all these really small, subtle actor choices that I always see, and I think that that mo- moment, the look, and you even said, when she, when when Martha said, I love you and I'll do anything for you, you go, look at his face! I know. He was because like, I Great. think that was an actor choice of like, he has a, he has a conscious, you know sure. what I mean? And more than I think Elizabeth does. Or, I mean, she does, but I think she's she's willing to brush it off a little bit more yeah, than yeah. he is. And I think he felt bad, and right. I think he also feels like, but I love Elizabeth. Like, there's a right. lot stirring under that little eye movement he made. Sure. Absolutely. There was one, before you get off of Philip and Elizabeth, there was one moment in the party which I thought was really cool when uh-huh. uh, they were together, and Elizabeth says, like, well, we have to mingle, we have yeah. to do this. And uh-huh. Phil's like, I know. Like, almost like... I you know I, I like I know this is necessary. I'm, yeah. like, she, in other words, don't comfort me. Don't try to don't, comfort me. Yeah. Like I'm tough too. Like, I got that this, too. This is my idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah, hey, I'm, I know right. I said we're going to mingle first. Exactly. Yeah, like, like that's I, how... I'm the one who said we should separate. Don't tell me. <laughs> Quick no, question. I up first. <laughs> Quick question before we move on. Do you think they're going to get divorced? No. Do you? No way. I don't either. Great. Ba bam. You heard it first. After Buzz exclusive. No divorce. Yes. No divorce. After Buzz TV exclusive. Right. We called it. First. I'm just saying I don't write the show, but I might as well. Right. <laughs> just a thought. Call me, FX. Um, let's move on to Martha and Clark, please. I am dying to talk about this sex scene, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be inappropriate, but Too if late. you're watching this show, then you're allowed to hear some inappropriate things happen here because that shiz was off the he's. First of all, let me just say. <laughs> what language is that exactly? I don't know. I made it up. It's the PG language for bad language. But PG, it was cursing Ebonics. Yeah, that's what it no, was. No, it wasn't. It was, I'm not going to swear, even though what we're talking about was really, like, dirty. No. Yeah. And if you're watching it, then hopefully you can handle what we're about. Well, she has some, she has some interesting quotes there. Would you like to repeat some I, of them? I wrote one. I can't really find my... I, I know what it is. I it was like softcore porn. First of all, this is FX. Right. Okay, so if, they anybody, get away with if anybody watched Literally. Nip Tuck, yeah. or, you know, I mean... The, they push the boundaries. American it, Horror Story, Nip Tuck... That's you know, why. And I mean, by uh, the way, the league even Ryan Murphy is both of the. I love Ryan Murphy so much. We just yeah. ended the new normal last night here at AfterBuzz TV. Hosted that one. It was amazing. Yes. Ryan Murphy. Anyway, FX. Back to FX. I love that the show is on this channel, this network, because it totally allows you to go there with the language and the sexuality. And the, even last episode, there was a crazy sex scene too. Yep. It, 
I just think that I like that it feels almost like you're watching a movie, like you're in a movie theater yeah. and like things are crazy, things are happening and it's not sugar-coated. Like, right. You know what, actually, I read an article about it, um, about FX because the upfronts are happening right now and FX is merging with FXX and it's becoming FXM. Ooh. So it's like all the comedy shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The League, things like that. Um, and we've got Justified, um, the Americans and those kinds of shows, they're all going to be on this one super network now. And what they say about FX and why the ratings are so high, it's like number one right now, um, is that... Justified, shout yeah. out. Right, exactly. I mean, it's that they don't take themselves too seriously, but yep. the content is brilliant. Uh-huh. The writing is brilliant. The production value is brilliant. Everything about it is so brilliant, but it's like understated. And they're not like, we are this channel. They're like, here's our entertainment. You happen to watch it. FX, you're doing it right. Chuck yep. Saffler, up, big up to you. Yep. Yeah. And, and so tons of sex on FX. Tons so, of sex. So Clark is uh, putting it down. Martha's enjoying it. Oh, MG. Was, it just, was, I'm it, just was, saying, it got a little, it is FX. Right. It just, I was like, so we got what? It. it was, yeah. It'll happen. It was, it, I liked it. He was not in front of her. He was behind her. Okay, there it is. And then mm-hmm. um, she wanted, she said something about put something. She wanted him to, sh- to shove okay. himself. Got it. Inside of her was so, her language. So I'm just happened. quoting what she said okay. <laughs> so that we all know that this was like serious, intimate right. business going on. And Clark is getting deep. Clark is getting deep. No pun intended. Too late. Involved in this too situation. Late. And this yes. when this scene ended, we have her playing the typical woman going, I'm in love with you. Yeah. And, and I'll making, make anything for you. Making yeah. breakfast in bed with a little, little rose, rose. little rose. I mean. Like I said, that, you know, Elizabeth wasn't doing that shit. Elizabeth no. was not giving no, a rose. No, she was like, and then, make your own damn breakfast. We got to go <laughs> kill somebody. Family, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, but Clark still, this is the Clark. Clark Phillip, this is what I got from him. He was not. You know, I think in that moment he was like, yeah, well, this is nice. I don't get this from Elizabeth, but I, you know, uh, this is not what I want. And the fact that he, she said he loved him and all that other stuff, that, that I think that really got to him. But yeah. he had a mission to do. So he He's probably more sensitive to other people's emotions now, yes. being that he's been through an emotional period. I think he is. Yeah. And he does, it, he, their whole lives are fake, you know, so... At some point, they have to feel a little bit of remorse, especially when they do love someone else, because you have compassion for that situation and empathy. And you know, I read another article about the creator, and he was saying how you know, a lot of articles. Well, news and gossip, <laughs> just throwing it in here. Um, he was saying that you start with one lie a day because he was an ex CIA mm-hmm. agent, and then you work up to twenty a day, and then there's you know. It just becomes second nature, and by week two of lies, it's you don't even think you about it anymore. Created a web of lies, right. and it's like a whole nother right. And that's what we talk about every time with the show: is that everything is a lie, mm-hmm. and then how can they obviously trust anybody else, even internally? And that's where the problem is. Just to stem it back to Philip and Elizabeth, is that they always thought that they had each other, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of lying going on there because emotion got involved because right. Philip did not want to admit that he had had uh, relations with the ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. and her name is slipping my mind Irina. right now. Irina. Irina. Uh, I'm really bad with names. It's <laughs> not that we I'm not paying you. attention. I'm just really bad with names sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, there's lots of hard Russian names in this show. <laughs> and so he didn't want to tell her that because he didn't want to. I mean, he could have easily said, yeah, I was doing it for part of the job or whatever. But because he's emotionally in, invested in Elizabeth more so than he should be, that's when things start to get in the way. I yeah. I think I don't know. But so, so, but so Chris comes. So we find Chris. Well, right? Chris, well, yeah. So but after this little sex scene. This is when, you know, when when Martha says, I'll do anything for you, this obviously perks up Clark's 
mine, and she right. admits that right before she goes to work that they're trying to take out an uh, the, the FBI KGB. Right. is KGB. trying to take take out the KGB jackpot for jackpot. Like for, that for was Philip. easy, right? Right. I mean, oh. win win for Philip, right? Yeah. Win win. Win win. Hello. Win win win. You got breakfast. Oh. No, win, 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 win. Breakfast, sex, a place to stay, and information. Right, you didn't have to say that moved out. Booyah. I mean, he's doing something right with that crazy wig and those nasty glasses. Oh, man. (laughs) And all I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that they picked that sexual position on purpose because I don't think he wants that tugging on that wig. Right. I'm just saying. No, that'd be bad news bears if that falls off. Food for thought. Um, So, so yeah, so then what were you going to say, Joe? Chris, because something just occurred to me. We we talked about Chris. Obviously, Chris comes out and confronts him outside. On the door, yeah. And then we all thought, like, well, this is clearly because he's jealous of Martha and he's following. But it just occurred to me that, no. He was actually because I thought like what was he what was his plan? He's going to run him in for for effing Martha? Like, yeah, right. Was, he wanted he to take do? him down to the station or something. Yeah, he but said, I Let's realized that we forgot last week or a week ago or last week he followed Martha. He he saw yeah. that she had uh-huh. was in the file cabinet. Uh-huh. He did some work, so he realized that she's talking to some something's wrong with Martha. Uh-huh. That's why it's not because he's jealous, but he's following because I think he was kind of onto she's talking to someone. She made that copy, so I think I that think was might it. be two. I might think be both, it, but it's both things. Okay, it is so both don't things. you think? Okay, it is both that things. was the tip off. Right. But then I think what really propelled him to like because nobody said, hey, again, we're talking about side missions this whole entire show because emotions get in your way and you right. go off on another of path. Right. He for sure that was a tip off. What we're talking about how he followed Martha and saw all that happen. Right. But a hundred percent, he then did his own little side mission because he's like, and you're with my ex girlfriend. Right. Emotions. Of yeah. Of course. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. I good agree point. too. But I think that he when he when he saw him and he stayed in his house, his yeah. intention was something's wrong here. Yes. I, he's killing two birds with one stone. Yes. yes, he wants to, you know, see who the hell this guy is, my ex-girlfriend. But at the same time, it's like, something's not right. I agree. I think he probably figured if I can't have her and I find somebody that she might be up to no good with, I'm going to take that guy out anyway. And all I'm saying is, this... Uh, he is flexed that, his Amador- FBI muscles, by the way. Is that what you want guys to do? Is that, is that, is that, is that Amador- what happened? <laughs> Listen, we're not talking about me right now. Right. At Amador, just, we could have a whole other show about that one. That's an after show in itself. I, that sure is. This is all, you, you had the whole scenario laid out so clearly. What he wanted to do was... I mean, Amador. I understand men. Okay. Well, let me just say something. Amador was kind of a pimp. Okay, Beeman's now... According to his answer machine, he was. That's what I'm saying. And himself. And so he's like... And himself as well. Right. Yeah. But... Dude, I just want to say I didn't imagine him with a Martha type. It seems like he's like off with women all the time. She's I just one of many. She's one, one of, of many. many. I mean, hey, You're maybe, the answer machine. maybe that was the flavor of the week or something at the time, but I just didn't picture them together. I'm sorry, it's an odd coupling, and I just wanted to talk yeah. about it for a second. Well, look, he looks good when, he, when he's when he gets decked up in that sweater and that turtleneck. Oh wow, that was irresistible. An and what's up now that we're just let's just talk about that? We have to talk about the wardrobe for a second because we're in the 80s. What's up with Beeman's like tight belly sweaters? <laughs> They're baby tees. They're like baby tee sweaters. He looked. He was looking good he, for 1981. They, they didn't know how to wash wool back then, I guess, and it just shrank. <laughs> and I think he's a tall drink of water from what I can tell, so I think right. that the wardrobe department is having a hard time finding vintage <laughs> clothing for very tall folks. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, but, so, so yeah, so we've got Amador and and uh, Clark having this fight, and it got pretty, you know, usually we can count on these Russian KGB spies to take people out with, like, I always say, like, the three-point heart maneuver, like, and just kill someone, and they're like, but Philip kind of got his butt beat a little bit. I Clark. think that was also part of the act because he couldn't act like a KGB in the street. You think that's why? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he's off his game. I think that he's I pretty badass. I mean, at the end of the day, 
uh, he won. Like he did a move he and reverse stabbed, stabbed him. So, and that's right. a real move. It's called you know. the reverse stab. No, no, I invented no, it. I, I don't, it's hard for me to say that Clark got the worst of that. He no. didn't, but for a second there, he yeah. got hit a couple times like freaking well, I mean, Manny he, Pacquiao. He, he is an FBI. It isn't some street thug. He's a trained FBI He's a tra- agent. So yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It made me a little know. nervous for a second. Yeah. Like how we always say things are parallel. You know, it's always the KGB versus the FBI. Yeah, that was right. one. They were head to head. They were. And so were their skill levels. Right. Mm-hmm. Until enough. the reverse stab happened. Right. Yes. And then he went in the trunk. And then he went in the trunk. So uh, which part of this episode was the safe house? Because no one was safe anywhere. I don't know. Well, the safe, the, yeah, I don't know if that's a, if that is actually in quotes, the safe house, because uh, I think that we have, we're talking about the safe house is where they took, um, okay, cool. The safe house is where we took, um, where they took uh, Chris, uh, Amador. Yeah. Amador, to go and let, you know, give him the, the, the morphine, so mm-hmm. maybe that's it. But I don't know the, if, I don't know what the, what the uh, meaning of safe house was in this one. Yeah. Isn't that usually that. where, yeah, I guess you. I have you protect to think of the movie an asset. Isn't house. it where you protect like an asset? I mean, it's it's a place. It's it. Well, you can it, do questioning that. in private. Yeah. Well, so then it could be potentially where Beeman took Vlad. It could be. I mean, yeah. that was right. where they took where Beeman took Chris. Vlad. Safe house where they took where they took Chris is a safe yeah. house. So it's yeah. just a private place to do whatever right. you need to do. Your spy stuff, right? Private exactly. spy stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, that's why. Um, I. If it, so it started, this is where it started to get confusing for me as a viewer. Again, okay. the show explains itself, but because people started getting mixed up, this is when the mix-up started happening. When when Amador and Clark kind of got a little mix-up in there, and Clark's mm-hmm. not really, he, he as Clark, is not a KGB spy, So, but he mm-hmm. is because he's really Philip. So it's just, there's so many layers. Yeah. And then within that, their characters are confused. So then they're trying mm-hmm. to get Chris to talk, but the only information he knows is actually what is not happening. Correct? Right. right. Well, because only, that, that what the actual, went awry. Right. The actual mission was to kill Arcady, and Arcady didn't show up to run because he had a burnt hand. This is what I, this is what we're talking about at uh, the beginning of that, you know, the intelligence is not exact science. This is where mm-hmm. all the information was there. I mean, that was all happening, but how each, how each party tried to obtain that information and then use that intelligence to react was all the part that was got cluster effed up because the reactions were emotional. Well, I mean, I, I, for I think, some I, part, I, I think that I think all the information was right. I think that Philip, if you follow these lines, you know, so Philip got the information from Martha that there's an assassination attempt. Yep. He then you know used that opportunity to take Chris and said, "Who's getting who's getting assassinated?" But that was by accident. By accident. But but he did get so and ultimately he did get the name exactly. And when he, once he got the name, he was able to call and confirm that Elizabeth you know, called. They called, but by a fluke chance. It he, was he didn't not, go. No, yeah. that, that wasn't Chris's fault. Chris gave him right. the right information. Chris gave him the right information, but it was only after information the fact. that right. was then incorrect. Right. But but then Chris was dead. But this is why. But this is why this is an exact science because they did their job. They got him. They got the information. Extracted the information from from the asset yes. from Chris. They called up. Now, if 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 his hand wouldn't have been burnt, he'd have been on the epi, ep, on the mission. He'd yeah. have been dead, and that'd have been that. But since he wasn't, unfortunately for Chris, who was already dead, they went back to torture him to death. Because he happened to answer the phone, so they thought he was lying. And but he wasn't he was even lying. lying. But he was already dead anyway. Right, thank goodness. Because that, it would have been worse. And that's just, just a, a writer's trick for us to not see Philip and Elizabeth have to torture someone. Good. Because we know that... Because they, they, we want to still yeah, like, like the them. writers are really good about doing this, these tricks because it's like they're spies, their job Smoke is and to mirrors. go... Also, I think, yes, that was the main reason because we still need to like you know root for them as a couple right. and just in general, even though they're on the other side, quote sure. unquote. I also think that it makes it more interesting interesting and keeps uh, both sides like we always compare FBI and KGB on a level head because they still don't they, they didn't 
they thought they got right information, but they kind of didn't. So yeah. it, it's also to show that even they can, they're not always on top of their game either. Like well, that, stuff went down and exactly. you know what I mean? Like and that was the purpose of having the same thing parallel wise happened to the FBI side. Exactly. So we can see, well, it's not it just very them. neck and neck, very neck but and I will neck. say just something one will we'll quote point. The writers are doing a fantastic job of somehow, I mean, that could have been handled so poorly. We, there's a character that we like, Chris, Chris Hamador. We kind of like him. Yeah, we, we like, like him. Philip and Elizabeth. Cool. They're both on the wrong sides. They meet each other. So, I mean, he's dying. He's stabbed. He's dying. We have them. He, he gives them morphine. Uh-huh. And before they have to torture him, he's already dead. So we're kind of like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Philip yeah. and Elizabeth are still good. But yeah. it could have gone horribly wrong. Totally could have yeah. gone wrong. And then uh, on the flip side, there's Stan running around like a chicken without a head. Oh, dude. Yeah. He is like getting, he is losing his cool. Well, I think, you know, look, I, 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 I describe, I mean, I know that we were talking about, you know, the whole Nina situation, but I really think that this is. Um, now, uh, my, my read on the whole stand situation was that this is the stand that that was already already there. We, we've seen a repressed stand. Good this call. Is, yeah. Stan's been trying so hard for nine episodes to repress this guy who we think, you know, that's who, why he's... Who is now revealing about what happened to him in this previous right. mission this whole, a little whatever, whatever happened to him on that white supremacist yeah. job, he's trying so hard to play some racquetball. He's trying to be, you know, to mow the lawn, to, you know, to be with the kids. But really, he's a bad MF, ready to, like, he's really a he dark, dark probably dude. has a lot of post-traumatic stress. And he's ready to, he's trying to fall in love with Nina. And I think in that moment for Stan, what this was about, even even in that moment when they're like, we're going to go take this guy out. Stan's like, oh, not me. I can't mm-hmm. take part in such a, such a, you know, mission. But like, but when his partner got taken out, mm-hmm. when, when, when he, that's right. He right. knew. He knew. And then it all went to hell because he's like, oh my God, my it was partner's his gone. It was his he's switch. He's like, Nina, I'm falling, I'm, I'm effing this Nina girl and she's, she's an agent. My partner's dead. And it just all went you and know, he bad. and he also confronts Nina in a very intense scene. Yeah, where we've seen him always be very gentle mm-hmm. with her, and he like physically grabbed her and was like, "You better tell me." Right. It's that he he's losing his cool, and we saw his Achilles heel. We well, saw his flip switch. His partner. Plus, he's a little taken off track by his lust and whatever is happening with Nina. I think he was in a kind of a vulnerable state. He's yeah. trying so hard to cover up all these other things that happened, and then that flip switched. And it that's makes, that classic FBI partner story. Like it's sure. like right. But, that, but it does make yeah. sense though why he would assume that it was the KGB who took him because who else would take him? Right. Like actually take him. Boy, well, smart. His, this is his FBI instincts. He, like, he's, he's, you can't get one over on Stan in that aspect. Like he's smart enough right. to and know. And he was right. And no one could tell him any different. He he's was like, right no, I know it. that KGB got him, but not for why he thought. Right. right. That's the thing. This and that's the, where it went awry. Back to the inexact science. Exactly. Yeah. His, his instincts were right, but you don't have the intelligence. He doesn't know why. So he's trying to figure it all out. But why is a good point. You know what I mean? Like, why is key? And it's not just that who has him okay, because that's where other stuff started happening. Now, all of a sudden, we see Stan saying, I'm not going to be part of this this, um, mission to take out... Uh, Arcady. Arcady. With the CIA. With the, the joint yeah, CIA, FBI Yeah, we're not doing mission. this. Well, then, after the partner flip switches, we see him show up to that meeting in the park where they're going to make this thing happen. Yeah, I, Meanwhile, I thought, as a viewer, I don't know if you guys at home thought this, I thought that the, when his partner, Vlad, came in to say, let's go run, and, and Arcady's like, I burnt my hand, I'm not going. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kill the partner, which would have been not smart, but right. I'm just thinking in my mind, oh, they're going to... It made it a little more suspenseful, and maybe that was on purpose, because sure. I'm thinking, they kind of look alike from afar. What if they mess up, and clearly they have more intelligence right. than that. But they did say, like, oh, yeah, that's no, not him, but then the, sw- the flip was, we'll take him anyway. Well, beam in, said, right. forget no, that, and, 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 and frankly, you were right, because guess what? They, they did kill him. Yeah. That, <laughs> that makes me him, sad. So. Did kill him. That Just, makes me sad, because Stan hasn't been violent this whole time, and... 
I guess we're just seeing this other. Everyone facets. has their moments on this show. Right. Again, I think this is this is the real. This we're we're seeing the real stand. Yeah. Now. The real stands unleashed. The guy that was on the phone talking to Arcady. Talking about wrapping, wrapping, wrapping Vlad's balls around his neck. Exactly. I'm just quoting Vlad. That rolled off your tongue. Like this again. I I don't know how. I can't say it that easy. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. The Vlad thing was very eye for an eye, yet not the right eye. I know. Poor guy. This is again not an not an exact. You're gonna right. You're gonna be like the horse is dead. Hold up a sign. Not an exact science. But you know, yeah. But that was the thing. But Stan, yeah, he would. He did. He fulfilled his promise. And I think that 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 bit at the end where he kind of gave him. It's almost like a slash cigarette he gave him an american hamburger and mm-hmm. kind of like you know and said you're you're kgb and right? i felt like that that was the first american hamburger that this guy sure. had ever had because yeah. he took a bite and tasted it and i was like does he eat a he either thinks there's poison inside so he's nervous or b he's never tasted this flavor yeah. before because he looked like what the hell or he was starved right and then finally got to eat but well, it was just funny i just thought in my mind yeah. hmm, that's interesting but yes of course he said hey if you kill my guy yeah. your guy's dead and when stan said that when, when he when he said i just wanted to hear you say it that's really stan's green light and yeah. said like okay you're a soldier you are KGB I right. knew it guess what boom you're dead Ba-bam. so I don't know we'll see this is very 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 uh, scared to see what's going to happen from the next three three episodes with Stan because Stan's going to be on the rampage Stan, and I feel like and Nina and let's just touch on Nina for a second because then Nina walks into Arcady's office mm-hmm. and he's like he had just gotten that crazy phone call and right. he's like dude you know dude they yeah he said dude by the way, um, you know they think they think that we have one of their guys, and she goes, "Do we?" And he goes, "I don't know." Right. I think Nina's Nina knows that they don't. I mean, I guess she doesn't know. She's just trying to get sure. info, right? And that was that was the info that she was trying to get. Now she can tell that to Stan that's and what, let yeah. Stan know, like, "Look, we didn't know, and this was not." That's what but I'm saying. Will he believe her? Threat, or won't he? I don't know. I think he will. I think he will. I don't know. I think he might be done with her. Well, I don't know because because. Um, uh, old Gad said, "You know, we can, now we can exfil your we can exfil your uh, your source." And he goes, "Nope, leave her in there." Like he didn't yeah. talk. I guarantee he didn't talk. Leave her there because he was really the old Sam might have said, "Like get her out." She's you know whatever, but he's I mean, the or or if he's done with her, I mean, he might say, "Like get her out." Who cares? I think it's the first one. I yeah. think that he trusts his partner. We see how emotional he was about him. They want you to know with these flashbacks about. You know, Chris saying, I'm, right. I'm, you know, I was a, a Vietnam vet and I would rather die than be shameful. Right. We know that he didn't right. say anything. So I think that it's because he trusts him. I think Beeman trusts him and knows. And I think he still is not done with me. And I think he wants to be involved. Yes, I think he got like laser beam focused on finding his partner. But I think that what de- helped derail him in a, such an emotional, you know, outburst, if you will, was the fact that she kind of opened him up a little bit. Right. I think that's what made him I, I open the door. Well, yeah. She well, did. Well, you're right, because I think that's that bit where he, where that moment where he realized that the KGB had his partner, I think that moment was like, oh, no, I'm like, my guard was let down, I'm in love with this KGB agent, for Christ's sake. Like, what am I doing? What, yeah, like, how did I let this happen? Do you think he thinks that he's responsible in any way? Uh, Probably. Probably. And like, how would he? But I mean, why? Because, because but they took out those scientists and everybody else. It was I like know, happening around him. But I, I yes, but may, he might question. You know, that actually, you think he might be done with Nina? He might question if she may have been involved somehow. You don't know what he's going to start thinking. I she think, could very well have told right. information. And I think this is a game of questions. It's just a matter of when you lose your trust and then when you start questioning. Yeah, and that, right. yeah. because he's always trusted her. 
So but why though? Now because is the wants, time for the because switch. he wants to f her, and he already did. So now wow. is that gone? That's what I'm saying. Like it's so funny how they decide what instinct to act on. Right. Right. Instincts are just instincts. So. Especially when it comes to sex. Hey. Well, hey. And this show, this show's got a lot of it. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> it's been kind of crazy. Um, trying to think if there's any other little things that we wanted to bring up. The and, only little thing that I was thinking from earlier when you're talking about. Um, how Granny was telling Elizabeth that you know this is your this is your husband. I mean he's not your husband. This is a job. Um, it's a recurring thing because uh, my man Gregory kept telling her that too. Uh-huh. Like she keeps hearing that from all these people. Uh-huh. Like this is this guy's a job. He's not your husband. This guy's a job. This guy's a job. So, but I don't think she would really see anything from her. But I think she's gonna crack as well. I mean, except for at the table with the kids, you saw her maybe kind of have a mm-hmm. hint of like, well, I do love because that's her but, Achilles heel. Right. right. Well, the kids are her Achilles heel. But I and think she's whenever to- they're together, too, you sort yeah. of see them have that like glance at each other mm-hmm. where they right. lock eyes. And then they say, oh, it has to be this way. And, and then, then they go separate ways. And even when, in, in, this, in the safe house when <laughs> they were go. just about to, when they were just about to torture poor Chris, there was that moment, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a couple moment there totally. where he's like, like, no, no, I'll do it. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll, like I'll, he felt guilty for the other stuff. Don't so he you took worry. The they did. And that's a good point because they did, like I was saying, they kind of kept it out of the divorce out of it. But in that moment, you can't help but see right. there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I just, it was a great show. Can't wait for next, next, uh, as usual episode. Should we, just do a couple of quick predictions, even though we kind of touched on some. Yes. Yeah. Let's do some I predictions, one, shall we? Yeah. There's we'll just... skip the music. Just go into one. Okay, fine. Awesome. Martin, we'll just go. Yeah. Okay. After Buzz predictions. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't. Okay. Why don't you Why don't you start, Joe? Because you said you have one, and now I'm I'm trying to think of I'm trying to organize mine in my brain. Well, my you know yeah I I, I predict. That uh, actually, I forgot my prediction. Oh, well, I'll tell you mine you again, which was <laughs> no. Stan is going to stop trusting Nina. Mm. Things are going to get a little cray. She may die because that's just what happens apparently now to all the characters. Mm-hmm. They're going one by one, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, things are just going to get crazier because, like what we said, all the drama and, and the, the emotion-filled decisions. Yeah, um, Elizabeth and Philip are really going to be in a pickle. I think. Okay. So. I remember. I think we're going to continue with this um, with my, this inexact science of of, of, of of intelligence. I think we're going to have more misinformation. I think this is the start mm-hmm. of a long spiral that's going to be that we'll point back to episode yeah. nine and be like, oh, "This all started because the you know, spiral, Chris yeah. died. He yeah. didn't have to die." You know. So I think this is going to start a big spiral on both sides, which will mm-hmm. affect. FBI and KGB, and you know we'll see how it ends up. We're but. seeing a heightened version of you know what the situation is in the Cold War right now. Yeah. What they're showing right. us is nobody actually knows what the other side is doing. It's like a and they're making concent- assumptions. It's a more concentrated version, and right. the people within it. I think that um, that Stan is gonna is gonna get a even more like out. Like we're gonna watch him flip oh, flip yeah. out, and I think that he is going to get like violent with Nina. Um, and I'm worried about her in that sense because I think he's going to think I think he's going to blame himself for what happened because he, she might be the the asset well, that leaked mm-hmm. something or he's going to touch on that. And I think also that um, Stan's wife is going to try to become more close with Elizabeth because I think she's going to find a common ground. I know Stan and his wife are not divorced, but they might as well be. And I think they're going to start opening up and sh- it's going to be uh, Elizabeth's way to get a little bit more information about that because I think she's going to be an open door. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and watching, guys. Great episode this week. We will see you next week with Joe. We'll be here next week. Um, and I am Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and my website.
I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell, on ESPN's Grantland.com, on Extra, and here at um, the following and uh, Base Motel after shows. And I'm Jennifer Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen the Jew. My website is JenniferGolden.com. And you can see me and Lauren with some other girls later on Nashville. That's right. Tune in. Special guest tonight. All right. Thank you so much, guys. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.